When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. What is happening? Welcome to the Pulse Pitch Podcast, your morning pitching podcast from Pitchos.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is September 9th. Happy birthday, Ben Dean. And happy Friday to everybody else. We are going to talk about baseball. Do you have PL Plus? No, get out of here. This is just for PL Plus members. Thank you all so much for supporting what we do. Luis Sessa was my lead yesterday. 5.2 innings, 200 runs, 3 hits, 0 walks, and 8 strikeouts against the Cubs. 13 whiffs, 38% CSW. Only threw 73 pitches, though. A lot of them were the slider, 45% usage. Tim whiffs in that 48% CSW. Really good command of it. This is good. He gets the Pirates next Tuesday. I can imagine myself streaming him. He'll be limited. It's still, you know, I, I was worried about this one a little bit because low pitch count the night, time before. I didn't think he'd go five. It was a five max or 5.2, I guess is what it was. But didn't really expect him to go into the sixth inning he did. And also, you know, be as good as he was. That could work against the Pirates. And I think the thing that we are uh, focusing on the most right now in September are these guys that are 2% rostered in all leagues that can provide you value. Do I, Am I saying you have to go out and get Sessa? No. But assess your week. <laughs> Luis, assess your week. Uh, okay, I don't know. I'm sorry. Assess your week. There it is. And... <laughs> Um, consider Luis Sessa for it. It could blow up pretty badly, though. Um, I do like the 50% slider usage, though, and that can work. It's a really bad, um, it's a really bad fastball, uh, and changeup, though. And happy birthday to Fletch as well. Uh, Dylan Cease went against Oakland. Six innings, zero in runs, three hits, two walks, nine Ks. Got the win. Of course he did. Ace is going to ace. Freddie Peralta was removed against the Giants. Uh, unfortunately, he's going to go back in the IL with shoulder fatigue. You can drop him. Uh, Scott Alexander opened for Jacob Junis, who went six innings, 200 runs, three hits, two walks, and four Ks, seven whiffs, 29% CSW, and 87 pitches. He got the loss because, you know, Corbin Burns did his thing, which was a golden goal of 49% CSW and 26 whiffs. And so good that Corbin Burns is back. Uh, I think it's the highest CSW total of any pitcher on the year. Um... But anyway, not Burns. Jacob Junis, do you really want to go for this? No, he gets Coors and Atlanta next, and he only three for 45 whiffs on the slider, which is not at all what you want. So that's Burns and Junis. Adrian Sampson went opposite of Luis Sessa. Six innings, one run, five hits, zero walks, and one strikeout. How am I going to butter my bread with this? He gets the Mets next. He does get Miami, Pittsburgh, and Cincinnati in Chicago. Um, after that, so you may want to consider that from Adrian Sampson. I just don't think his stuff is that good, uh, and I, I would say this: at least one of those is going to be a disappointing start. I'm telling you right now, at least one, if not two. But you might, you know, one third chance, two third chance might be really good, right? It might be a chance you're willing to take with Adrian Sampson. Something to think about. Alex Young. Hey, it's that guy. Oh, wait. Never mind. He was just opening for Sean Jelly, who actually tossed 87 pitches and one earned run ball in five frames. I thought he was just going to be a couple innings or something like that. It reminds me a little bit of uh, of Drew Smiley in the way that it's sinker curveball, but it's just not as good as as Drew Smiley. So you do not need to focus on this one. A sunny gray win against the Yankees. Six innings, two and runs, seven hits, one walk, and seven strikeouts. 
Sure, the whip is a little bit higher than you want, but good job against the Yankees. And he also went uh, 40, I believe about 40% curveballs. Maybe it was a little bit underneath that, uh, but 48% CSW on them. Um, I think actually it was around closer to 30% curveballs, but still really good curveball. That's what's important here. And he has easier matchups the rest of the way. Good stuff for Sonny Gray. You're going to hold on to him for, for the rest of the season. Nestor Cortez came back from the IL. We didn't know how many pitches he threw. He didn't have a rehab assignment or anything, but it was kind of a short stint. It was only 58 pitches. He lasted into the fifth, allowed two hits, and they pulled him. I think they were going to try and get him through the fifth inning, but they no, he allowed two hits off the bat. So it was four innings, two and runs, two hits, zero walks, two Ks, and both of those runs did come in. Uh, he should probably go about 70 pitches, I would imagine, against Boston. Maybe a little bit more than that, which would mean about five innings, maybe even more. And I think you're okay with that against Boston. Of course, then he gets Pittsburgh after. So you're going to want to hold for that Pittsburgh start. And I think it's worth it to keep him on your roster for that start against Boston. Sandy Alcantara disappointed, I imagine, because he won seven innings of one run ball or something like that against the Phillies. It was six innings, 300 runs. Eight hits, zero walks. Not ideal at all, but seven Ks. It's not like he just completely bombed or something. Just, yeah, all right, that's two starts of not elite Sandy Alcantara. I feel you. It's still Sandy, guys. Kyle Gibson went on the other side of it. Five innings, four and runs, nine hits, one walk, two Ks. Now you can be upset about that one. This was against Miami, Gibson. He gets them again. I think you start Gibson. I think it should be better than this. Adam Wainwright is the most disappointing start of the night. Against the Nationals, five innings, four and runs, nine hits, zero walks, two Ks. Ah, it's been a magical season for Adam Wainwright. I think he's still fine. He has a pretty decent schedule, but there, you know he does have more... Difficulty than his his, uh, his peers in St. Louis. He gets the Brewers next. I'm still starting him for that. He gets the Padres and then the Dodgers after. I'm likely starting him against the Padres. I don't know about the Dodgers. Probably not against the Dodgers. But if it's bad against the Brewers, I don't think I'm going to trust it against the Padres and Dodgers. So I'm going to start for the next one and we'll plan it from there. Josiah Gray and JP Sears both just disappointed. I mean, it was Josiah Gray against the Cardinals. Didn't really expect that one. But now he gets the Marlins twice. That could come through, and if you're chasing strikeouts, I think you might want to consider those starts. And J.P. Sears went against the White Sox. I don't love his stuff. He was my reluctant streamer of the day. Just so you guys know, next year, and I think for the rest of the year, really, if he's in, if a guy's in the third tier, uh, I'm probably, I, I might even just be switching it to a red as opposed to a yellow and getting rid of yellow completely. I don't want to start guys in the third or fourth tier. I want to pretty much avoid them. If they're improbable, that means like I'm leaning yes, go off and get them and do that. J.P. Sears was in that tier uh, because his stuff has worked, but I think it's not good. And the White Sox just trounced him. Two innings, 600 runs, eight hits, one walk, two Ks. So moving forward, I mean, for example, we'll talk about today, uh, tomorrow's starters, Jonathan Heasley. He's going against the Tigers. I'm not going to go after that, but he is in that third tier, right? He's going to be the stream pick of the day. Uh, I don't, I'm not telling you to go off and get him. Uh, if he's in the probable start tier, that's pretty much my hey, I am adding this guy to my teams to start him. If you need something, this is the ranking of that third tier. And then the fourth one was like, please do not do this to yourself. Right? Okay, cool. I'm looking forward to today, speaking of which, uh, it's going to be, let's see, sorry, Carlos Rodon, Robbie Ray, Charlie Morton, Miles Michaelis, Dustin May, and Frankie Montes. Keep in mind, the Padres and Dodgers start maybe, our game may be rained out because of Tropical Storm. It might be rained out tomorrow. We'll see how this whole weekend works with uh, the Padres and Dodgers. So if you have Dustin May or Andrew Heaney, and this is like your last week or something, you may want to swap it out. I don't know. It's going to be very strange, especially with those uh, Padres and Dodgers hitters as well. So 
stay on top of that if you can. But yeah, start all these guys. Um, probably start here. David Peterson's at the top of it. He goes against my, my, the Miami Marlins. You may be able to get him in your league. Uh, he's around 25% rostered. Go and get this. Uh, Nick Lodolo, Lance McCullers Jr., Drew Rasmussen gets the Yankees. Uh, Ross Stripling, Lucas Giolito, Noah Syndergaard. Drew Smiley is the stream pick of the day against the Giants. I would do that one. Against the Giants, Drew Smiley, I like it. Uh, and Edward Cabrera against the Mets. It, that was a little tough. It is the Mets. They're a good offense, but I'm leaning yes. I'm going to do that. Now, questionable starts here. I'm not chasing these. So, Austin Voth against the Orioles. He just went three innings against the Red Sox. Now, he could go a lot more than that. Uh, and there's no way it's Austin Voth at Baltimore. Uh, I, in my delirium, messed that up somehow. Uh, I believe that's at Boston. Yeah, okay. Uh, he, <laughs> I got to change the table um, because that is absolutely not right. How did that even happen? I don't know. It's all right. I, I'm i leaving this in the podcast. I'm not editing this out. Um, but anyway, Austin Voth is going against Boston. Uh, he just lost the three innings last time out. I don't believe that was against Boston. I hope he's okay in this one. He was on such a good roll, um, and I think that was just a weird start. But uh, he's he's someone that I don't want really want to go after. Same thing with Ronzi Contreras against the Cardinals because... Contreras is good, but the Cardinals are a really strong offense right now. I would not start that one. He has a really nice schedule after that. Daniel Lynch is going against the Tigers. He's a lefty, not a righty. Ugh. This is all really bad. Cal Quantrill against the Twins? I don't really know. Jason Alexander does get the Reds on the road. But it's Jason Alexander. Can you go five innings again and do okay? I don't know. Dylan, Dylan Bundy against the Guardians. That's five innings again. He's getting limited. Brian Bayo against the, the Orioles. We know there is some ceiling there, but it's very risky. And same with Jimmy Hatt. That is James Capellian against the White Sox. And the do not start here. I'm not doing Clevenger against the Dodgers. I'm not doing Michael Lorenzen in his return from the IL. I am against the Astros. I'm not doing Dane Dunning uh, against the Jays. Patrick Corbin, Herman Marquez, Zach Davies, Joey Wentz. No, 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 no. Tomorrow, uh, lots of auto starts. You have Julio Urias, Lance Lynn, Shohei Otani, Max Fried, Logan Webb, Jack Flaherty, Kevin Gosman, Tristan McKenzie, Pablo Lopez, Jose Arquiti, and Marcus Stroman. All of these are really good matchups, save for McKenzie against the Twins and Pablo Lopez against the uh, the Mets. I mean, Otani's against Astros, but that does not matter. With McKenzie and Lopez, I think you still do it against those teams, um, obviously. McKenzie's in such a good place. Well, Lopez did rebound last time. I know it's the Mets, but I think you still just do it. Well, Rikidi against the Angels should be good, and Stroman against the Giants should be good, but they do not have the same ceiling as those other two. And the probable start here, Kirby and Snell both have tough matchups. Kirby gets the uh, Atlanta, and Blake Snell gets the Dodgers. I think you still go after them. Um, I think they're that good right now. Kirby as a right hand is a little bit better against Atlanta. While Snell's throwing fastballs in the zone with a ton of effectiveness, had 15 whiffs on the slider in his last start, I think he still do it. Not that. Also, keep in mind, the back half of this probable start tier is a lot more contentious than usual. Carlos Carrasco uh, came back from injury and wasn't very good and very limited in his last start, which means that the start against the Miami Marlins, which should be really good, maybe not as good. So, uh, a little weird there, but I think you're still going to do it. Michael Waka had lowered velocity last time as fastball, but a really good changeup, good command. I think you're good against the Orioles. And then it's Tyone versus Kluber. So Tyone gets the Rays, Kluber gets the Yankees. I think I'm starting both of them, uh, but not really that fun. So that's why Kirby and Snell are at the top of that tier. And the question will start here. I don't want to start Jonathan Heasley against the, the Tigers, but if you need to go for someone, he's the clear option because it's the Tigers and he's a right-hander. Um, you have Jordan Lyles against Boston. Don't love it. Adrian Martinez against the White Sox. Don't love it. But he has a good changeup. It could work. 
you understand this whole thing. Uh, Ranger Suarez against the Nationals, he has not done well with his easy schedule. Like He just struggled against the Giants, for example. So I don't really know if you want to do that one. I don't. Matt Manning doesn't have his slider. He had it once, and it was should not have been as good as it was. And now he gets the, the Royals. I, I don't want to do this. Chris Archer for five innings against the Guardians? No. J.D. Brubaker against the Cardinals? Maybe has a slider. And Adrian Hauser could do well against the Reds, but it's Adrian Hauser. And he'll have like one strikeout if it works. You know? And then do not start here. Fede, Urania, Bumgarner, Anderson, and Koei Arihara. Don't want to do that. And because, of course, I didn't do yesterday's podcast, I apologize for that. Um, I had some personal things I had to take care of. Uh, and it was just one of those days that I just was not able to do it. Thanks so much for your understanding. I'm going to go over Sunday because, of course, you deserve that. And I'll also do two-star pitchers. So Sunday, Cal Bradish um, is a... Uh, questionable. Same with Rich Hill against Baltimore. I really don't want to do it, though. It's going to be at the bottom. But same with Clark Schmidt against the Rays. Looks like the Yankees are going to go with that. Uh, you have Luis Patino um, against the uh, the Yankees. Do not start in that one. Um, Jose Barrios against the Rangers is a probable. Johnny Cueto against the Athletics is a probable. Shane Bieber is an auto start against the Twins. Tyler Alexander against the Royals is a do not start. I don't think he's going to go long enough, and it's just far too risky. Uh, Brady Singer is an auto start against the Tigers. Aaron Sanchez against the Guardians. Do not start. There's a small temptation that he could work with the curveballs, but do not start. He's, he's going to be limited anyway. Uh, Luis Garcia is going against the Angels. That's a probable start. Tucker Davidson, do not start against the Astros. Cole Irvin against the White Sox. Oh, man. Bottom of questionable. Do not like it at all. Marco Gonzalez in questionable as well against the uh, against Atlanta. I really don't like that. Martin Perez, I don't like against the the Jays. These are bottom of questionable because they have the opportunity to go six innings, but I really don't want to take that chance, right? Jacob Arizzi is also in questionable against the Mariners. He had arm fatigue, um, and he's, so he missed a start. I don't really expect him to do well, but he had the top of it. Uh, Jesus Lazardo against the Mets. Um, top of probable. Um, he looked really good last time against the Phillies. Tougher against the Mets. You can even argue that he's an auto start at this point. Um, Tywin Walker against the Marlins. I uh, did not look good in his last start against the Pirates. It's the Marlins. I think also going to be top of probable. Um, Aaron Nola is an auto start against the Nationals. You can also make an argument Tywin Walker and Lozardo in auto start. We'll see where they go with there, but you're likely starting these guys. Um, Andable Sanchez is uh, bottom of questionable. Do not start. It's right around there. Wade Miley is actually an interesting choice and he might be a streamer i think i might actually have him the bottom of probable here um we'll see i'll, I'll decide on uh tomorrow um but he's close he's either top of questionable or bottom of problem i might even go ahead and chase that um justin dunn at milwaukee is a do not start um brandon woodruff is an auto start against the reds mitch keller against the Cardinals do not start or bottom of questionable really um jose quintana is a probable start actually an auto start against the pittsburgh pirates zach gallon at colorado Auto start. Bottom of auto start. Go for it, Gallon. Go and do it. So many scoreless innings. Uh, 41, I believe, in change. Go and do it, man. Uh, Ryan Feltner is in do not start against Arizona. Andrew Heaney is an auto start against the Padres. Bottom of auto start. Joe Musgrove against the Dodgers. I'm going to say top of questionable. He's been really bad. Uh, and I'm going to put him there. And then the Giants, it's a bullpen game. Um, so he do not start. All right, uh, so we have also the, uh, as far as two-star pitchers, um, let's do this. So it's uh, very quickly, we don't have too many um, because we have a lot of off days on Monday. So we have Nick Pavetta against the Yankees and the Royals. It is, uh, that is a questionable one against the, yeah, I don't really love Nick Pavetta. Garrett Cole does not get it. 
Um, Ryan Yarbrough could be going for two. Uh, there are a lot of opportunities here for the um, for the Rays. Springs, uh, we'll see if he actually makes that start in Toronto. Is he vaccinated? Is he not? I don't know. Uh, we'll see what happens there. I uh, if Springs does get two with the Jays and the Rangers, I'd say that's probable, but he might be limited in that doubleheader start. Keep that in mind because he was limited in the last one. Um, Alec Manoa, and if it's also if it's Yarbrough, that is, I'd say, questionable or do not. It's really not great. Alec Manoa, obviously you're doing for both. If it's Yusei Kikuchi or Mitch White going against the Rays and the Orioles, I'd say do not suffer both. Michael Kopech's getting Rocky Road and then the Tigers, and that's in, that's honestly that's a probable if not auto start there. That's beautiful. Um, Cody Morris and Xavier Curry are the ones for the Guardians against the Angels and Twins. Do not. Eduardo Rodriguez, Astros and White Sox. Do not. Um, I do not enjoy where Eduardo Rodriguez is right now. Um, Chris Bubich is a do not against the Twins and the Red Sox. Joe Ryan gets the, the Royals and the Guardians. That's an auto. Hunter Brown against the Tigers and the Athletics. Go and get him. This is a probable for me. Uh, you have Reed Detmers against the actually no one because you have off day on Thursday. Apologize. Uh, Ken Waldachuk against the Rangers and the Astros is a do not. He's not ready yet. Uh, nothing for the Mariners. You have the Rangers, likely Glenn Otto against the Marlins and the Rays. That is a questionable there. Um, we have Kyle Wright against the Giants and the Phillies. That's an auto start. You have Trevor Rogers and Sandy Alcantara. Uh, you have Rangers and uh, Rangers and Nationals for Rogers, which to me is honestly a probable. I really like the the changeup right now for Trevor Rogers. And then you have Sandy Alcantara, of course. Jacob Degrom goes for two, duh, against the Cubs and and Pirates. Same with Chris Bassett. Bailey Falter gets the Marlins, but then he gets the gets Atlanta. I'm going to say that's questionable because I really want to chase that. Um, Marlins start. That's a probable start, but I think bottom of questionable for the Atlanta one, if not a do not start. Uh, you have nothing for the Nationals. Um, maybe you see Hayden Wisniewski for two for the Cubs? Uh, probably not. Um, it's likely a six-man rotation for the Cubs. It would be the Mets in Rocky Road. I'm not doing it. Uh, Mike Miner um, is going for two. Pittsburgh and the Cardinals don't want to do it. Um, and it's also Luis Sessa gets Pittsburgh and then the Cardinals. I don't really want to do it. I'm curious about that Pittsburgh start, though. Uh, nothing for the Brewers. Zach Thompson and Bryce Wilson. Absolutely not. It's a Reds and Mets. Nope. Jordan Montgomery goes for two. Brewers in Cincinnati. That is I'm hosting them, too, um, as an auto start. Ryan Nelson. Hey, Dodgers and Padres do not. Chad Cool. No, actually, no one gets it for the Rockies. Two off days. Tyler Anderson could get two against the Diamondbacks and the Giants as an auto start. You Darvish, Seattle, and Arizona as an auto start. And Alex Cobb gets Atlanta and the Dodgers. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. I guess you could argue bottom of questionable. No, I'm just not doing it. But right, that is it for today. I apologize again for yesterday's like a podcast. I hope I got you covered today. Good luck this weekend. And of course, I'll be doing this through the end of the year. So I will talk to you on Monday. But that's going to do it. So my name is Nick Pollock. And your babs below and your strikeouts high.